What's up, Metal Maniacs? This is Brandon McNeil from the Astral Prophets coming at you to talk to you about my own show, the Brennan Brand Sports Podcast. Come join my co-host Brent Blasetti and I as we discuss the wide world of sports on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, and Google. If you dig some NHL, NFL, NBA, or MLB, then this is the place for you. In the meantime, keep on rocking with the latest episode of Trash Talk with Nate Trash. Stay safe. All right, very special episode of Trash Talk today. Outside of bands and uh, people I know, really, you know, yeah. so we've never met. So no, it's the yeah, first. that's really cool. Everyone's listening to it, right? Get engaged, <laughs> get engaged on the beginning of a bright and beautiful friendship. Yeah, man. And some fantastic pineapple pops, man. Yeah, this is our new craft soda. So our first non-alcoholic offering. Then so. that's awesome, man. Yeah. We were selling other people's pop, but we thought we should just make our own. So that was the inspiration behind it. Absolutely, because right? you always have the designated driver or 
the friend of yours who like wants to support, but they don't drink anymore, or they don't drink at all. So now they have no excuse. They have to support us. And, stuff. and I have to say, I'm a man who loves his soda pops. Yeah. Um, I always got a case of pop in the fridge. It's probably very bad. Like that's my most my most unhealthy vice is uh, my pop drinking, and it's not that bad, right? Like I I sleep eight hours a night, and I work, and I eat vegetables and all that fun stuff. But I drink lots of pop, Drew. Well, this one has real fruit, right? So puree. I don't think that means it's good. Puree. 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 It says puree on here. This puree That's... is missing the accent. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. <laughs> and then blood orange, pineapple, and cane sugar. And citric acid. So it's... Uh, it's badass, Yeah, man. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, I'm always looking for new ideas for flavors, so... Really? Cherry. You have one. Cherry? Dude, yeah, root does that. beer. <laughs> Everybody does root beer. I know, but if you can make it your own... I don't know, man. Annex does one, and it's really oh, okay. good. Okay, well, so if Annex is like, doing it, you've got to support, right? I don't think I can compete with that. It's why good. not? Yeah, exactly. Why not do something way it's out of bounds, right? Pineapple, because you always run into newfies who well, miss pineapple, so... Once the word gets out to them, I'm sure they'll be buying a bunch well, of Well, hopefully this can help get the word out. Do you have a lot of newfies listening to your show? Uh, I don't actually know every single individual listener. No. But I would assume so. Because, why the hell not? Everybody listens to the podcast. Yeah, there's no reason not to listen to it, right? Yeah. It's not like there's. It's not like the majority of newfies don't listen to us, huh? Yeah. You play the odds, right? Uh, I think it'll be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either way, we got to do more podcasts. That's all. Yeah. This is helping us do that to oh. reach the newfies, man. You're in construction. There must be tons of newfies. And that's just, I just got back into it because of the, the certain, you know, COVID situations. I got laid off right at the beginning. Yeah, I And I did. just started construction again. That's and good. And then that was like, how long is that? March till October? Months, man. It was intense. It seems I'm, like yesterday, but... Right? Because of the isolation. Because of the isolation, having to look at the same stuff. Every, I, me personally, I've always kind of lived that life working because I work construction. I wouldn't really have much time to go out during the week. Yeah. So it didn't really make a big difference for me. Just go to work, come home. Yeah, not a lot of my friends travel, like do yeah. big travel or anything. So, eh. Yeah. Life. Yeah. It was weird. It was hard when it like was snowing all the time. You couldn't even really want to go outside. That was when it was hard for me, I thought. Quarantine was not my favorite, but... What do you do, right? It's all a part of life. Yeah. It was good for beer sales, though, because we moved into online sales, like direct delivery to your house. You just do it on your phone. You guys are going up to Edmonton and doing drops, too. We were, you? yeah. We've, we've slowed down on that just because it's not worth it to go that far all the time, but it was pretty cool, people ordering beer on their phone. So Right? Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. So back to the pop flavors. Mm. You got a Lactose King sticker, so maybe like an orange cream soda. Uh, actually, yeah, that's a really. I'm gonna good be. Idea. I'm. I'm gonna orange, be right. orange creamsicle. Right. Would be good. And then you could even do a. If it really tasted cool like design. a melted creamsicle. Yeah, That'd and then you could use like real vanilla bean in it. Yeah. Ooh, we're gonna make a list when we get home. 
Yeah, we're, we're, we're already working on one. We're gonna make a list. <laughs> we're gonna post the list. Orange cream's cool. I think the weirder the better. I think more like stoner flavors mm. that nobody can get. Oh man! So then you gotta have like a salted caramel coffee. Yeah, actually, Ooh. we have a little salted, coffee. I love salted caramel. <laughs> we have a little coffee project. We're kind of working on. It's been delayed a little bit, but I do. I would like to have like cold ice cap in a can. You know, really, cold, cold, brews. cold brew. Oh fuck yeah, be good, right? Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. That would be like the new level energy drink. Huh? Definitely. This will get you going too. The soda. You'll it's crash a, though. It's, it's a big can, man. I love it. It tastes great. It's not too too sweet. It's yeah. First time we made it was like way too sweet. <laughs> um, cut the sugar in half. This is about the spot. Spiced it up with a little citric. Absolutely. A little, a little dash in there. But that gives it a little acidity, so it's not, uh, yeah, that kind of balances out the sweetness a little bit. My friend made me some weed candies, some gummies, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he tried to spice it up with some citric acid. Oh, God. And holy fuck. Like actual acid? Like, like citric no, acid? citric acid. Yeah, yeah, like citric acid powder. He tried to just put a little bit into his sugar coating. Used too much, yeah. Just a touch too much. Like we were still able to eat those candies, but wow, they were electric spice for sure. <laughs> and very gritty. Yeah, it was. It was intense. Were they? I mean, how did it feel? Oh yeah, oh, they great were lunch. great. Okay. All the candies I get are always great. I can get chocolate bars too. I got my friend got me this chocolate bar, and it was uh, it's called You're So Jelly, and it was peanut butter chips and strawberry pop rocks. In a chocolate bar. That sounds pretty awesome. Oh, man. It was fantastic. <laughs> wow. Right? Yeah, I don't know. The candies I like are like the Moda ones. Yeah, that's a really good brand, though. That's the only brand I found that I like. Because I went to the dispensary over here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll buy some edibles. And on the menu, it says 10 grams. And so I buy it, and it comes like a little thing. And I try one, and I don't feel like anything. And then it's like, I realize it's 10 grams total. Yeah, like 10 milligrams. Thing. Yeah, it's 10 milligrams per candy. So I'd have to eat the whole package. It was 2 milligrams per candy. 2 it, milligrams? Yeah, two, two, that's not no, good. 2 per no candy. Bad. No, these chocolate bars are 200. <laughs> well, I think that's all they're allowed to sell. It is. Yeah. It is. So I was like, well, there's not much point in that unless I eat the whole thing. But then that's really... It's, it's expensive. pretty expensive. So When you could just, you know... But you can still order Moda online. And you can get better stuff directly from the company. They even have mushroom edibles, which I have not really ordered, but I was, I was like, oh, that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. I myself am an avid, avid fan of the mushrooms. Whenever I have a hard decision to make, I go on a mushroom trip. Like a spirit quest. Well, and he always comes out with the same thought process, too. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. It's a reassurance these days. It's a reassurance that I'm doing okay. So, uh, Graham Hancock did a foreword on this book by a guy named Brian Mararescu. And it talks about psychedelics and how they shaped world history. And uh, I only caught the podcast once. I got to watch it again and I got to get this book. But they're talking about how... Certain psychedelics have come all the way through the ages, but mm-hmm. they can't figure out, they can't pin it down to a certain, like, belief system. You know, the religions have names and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Beer 
was a huge part of that. Yeah. Now, uh, I can't quite remember. Persephone's mother was looking for Persephone. This is an old uh, Greek myth. And she, when she was in Eleusis, which is where these, these uh, mystery school rituals happen, these psychedelic rituals happen, specifically in this place, yeah. uh, she asks for the water with the barley and the mint. Thousands of years ago. I actually had an article uh, about the first beer recipe. Oh, cool. Samar- ancient Samaria, 13,000 years ago. Like and First recorded, anyway. Yeah, right. Well, that's just it. They they can't... You, you can check this out if you want. This is the tablet. It's a picture of the tablet. But what I've heard is that Beer is one of those things. Oh, cool! I haven't seen this. That was discovered. I can. I'll send you a link in Instagram when I get home. Cool. Yeah, I, I did. Like when I went to Olds, we did one course called like the history of brewing, and it was kind of you know worthless from a brewer's perspective. But it was. It had some interesting things, and uh, that yeah, it's cool. So that kind of stuff gives you some insight and a little bit a little bit of respectful knowledge of, of where it comes from well I think what's cool about it is like I love know, history craft beer is like this newish sort of thing but then you realize beer is like an ancient ancient practice so yeah just like wine it's all the way back yeah yeah beer goes back they, they actually think that farming after agriculture after the founding of agriculture, beer came before bread. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it was kind I of like that was wild bread. Um, you know, it's like like later in history, but like Trappist monks, they brewed like in the abbeys and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They used to fast, but they would just have like one beer a day, and basically it's like having a loaf of bread. Those beers are super so high, nice and so big. calorie, high mm-hmm. calorie, yeah. so you could just could live off beer. you could really just chew that beer <laughs> i haven't tried doing like a beer diet beer cleanse but you're a liar <laughs> no i still eat food like, like you know, i've never done just beer no I, well that's just not i don't healthy. think i could do. no well, yeah, it could be i don't know you don't have to make a special beer you should just make, a high calorie one you should make a fitness beer no a protein beer. <laughs> I think people have tried it. I don't think it really works. New level protein beers. Maybe they just suck at beer. Protein beer sounds pretty disgusting. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, new level. That's yeah. a Pantera song. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I do have a story about it. I have Lay it on. I tell it once in a while. So, what was it like? So... My brother and I are partners in this thing, and way back when, I can't even remember how long ago this was, like, over eight years ago, I guess, like, he was out, he's living out east in Halifax, and, um, I gave him a call, and I was sitting on, like, a patio on 17th or whatever, and we were just talking about new records that we'd been listening to, like, what was cool, uh, I can't remember what it was at the time, probably, like, Paul Bear or something like that, oh, we were talking, yeah. talking about stuff like that. And there was this kind of, like, sketchy dude kind of eavesdropping. <laughs> I could tell he was listening to me, and he was on his... He was, like, getting stuff on his BMX. And then uh, he's like, hey, man. Like, before he left, he, like, called over me. He's like, Patera, new level. And then he actually started playing it on this boombox that was, like, attached to his bike. And he rode away. And I thought it was, like, the funniest... 
Funniest thing, because like <laughs> that sounds like something I do. Because <laughs> I really, I do like Pantera. Like that's one of the bands that got me into heavy music. Me so, too, man. Um, me too. I don't know. For some reason, that always stuck out in my mind. I just thought it was so random, but so funny of him to do. I actually got a Bluetooth speaker in my backpack. I do, I'm I'm known to do that. Yeah, this was even before Bluetooth, though. This would have been like way back in the day. This was like an actual back when it came out. When, it, when when new level first came out. No, not that far. Oh, okay, I was gonna say, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's that's like what ninety early nineties. So, yeah, I don't even know. Man. Late nineties, I can't remember. No, late nineties. Yeah, it's it was definitely pre two thousand. Pre two thousand. Yeah, it wasn't that. No. This was like more like twenty thirteen or something like that. So, you got all of these beautiful pictures on your wall. Do these come from people, or do you go and get these yourself? Um, bunch of these are like ones I've collected over the years. Like they converge as mine. Um, the Melvins ones are my brother's. Melvins are awesome. Right, and then um, the Wake Primitive Man one. Uh, Rob from Wake actually gave that to me. Which I really love cool Wake. Yeah, they're awesome, right? So. I'm going to be doing a review of their newest album here soon when I find the time. Kyle's supposed to be coming on the podcast, too. Me and him nice. are really good buddies. Awesome, man. Yeah, he's a good, good friend of mine. He's such a good vocalist. Oh, man. And that Dang. album is really good. I think it's going to be on a lot of people's year-end lists of best of 2020. That album, it's, it's, a tra- it's one of those transcendent ones. It's one of those game changers, you know? It's one of those ones where a band is seen as a certain genre for so long, and then they come out with an album like that. And it's like, okay, well, this band is just this band now. Like To me, it sounded more black metal than it's, Exactly. Else, it was a stepping like, away. Way. So good. And, oh, yeah, Dave Otero did such an amazing job on that, too. Just slayed it. I want to get... They got uh, a three-song, or is it a single? For the Decibel Flexi series, but you have to subscribe to Decibel yeah, to get it. I have a subscription, but I don't have the Flexi disc. One, I'm, so. I'm thinking about getting it now. <laughs> yeah, like, it would be worth it. I think to complete so, that collection, you know. Well, like, you got to know you it. can't get that song anywhere else, right? It'll be digital, I'm sure. Eventually, but not right now. <laughs> <laughs> what song was it? Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it wasn't. It was one they did specifically for that. They went okay. and recorded it specifically for Decibel. Sometimes they're covers and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think this one was a cover. No. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a really good album. Uh, that's cool. And then, I don't know, we got some tattoo flash on the wall. Um, some of that's been given to me. Some of that we just picked up over the years. So Very nice. And then uh, that poster is, I think that was Three Inches of Blood's last show in Calgary. I think. Oh, man. I got a Three Inches of Blood shirt. It says... If you're going to trash, trash with your vest on. <laughs> it doesn't say thrash. It says trash. It's funny, like, I saw them so many times back then, and I kind of took it for granted. Right? <laughs> now so, you're like, man, I could really go see. For some Three camp pipes. Yeah. I could really go for some camp pipes. <laughs> yeah. Kind of take it for granted, but yeah. And my friend was in Vancouver and messaging me and telling me, like, the drummer from Three Inches of Blood just served me my food. <laughs> it's entirely possible. I was like, it's a fucking tough world out there, man. Like, yeah, the music in the music business is not. It's it's all a show. It's a show. It's yeah, a show. and all with COVID. No, I don't know. I don't know what'll happen. 
I know that there's still there's still a lot going on. I'm still getting sent press releases for bands that are releasing music. Without That's Mercy's cool. got a disc coming out in November, November twentieth. Fuck the facts has got a new uh, record coming out that I'm going to be reviewing here soon too. Nice. Yeah, there's lots of killer bands. I used to live out east, and I saw Fuck the Facts open for everybody, <laughs> which was awesome because it was always cool to see them. Yeah, that they shred too. That's a that's a madness three piece. It's a fun band for sure. And lady's got some crazy pipes. She's intense. Oh yeah, really intense. So uh, your beers, you have some fantastic names and designs, and just an all around like great image. Thanks for your beers. I love your pink dad hat. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's great. We ordered this one and they weren't really selling, but I'm like. I don't know why. I love the pink dad hat. It looks it's, like it's it looks too. like a grape. It looks like a fucking glass of pink grapefruit pop yeah. with a little lime in it. Like, I don't wear much on. color. Like I wear a lot of black, so I thought a pink hat would really think, set it off. You know. Well, yeah. You know, I'm face tattoos work. I'm not saying go and get a face tattoo. <laughs> I probably won't. But <laughs> you know, it worked for me. At least people don't pay attention to the missing teeth anymore. <laughs> so. What beers do you not have anymore? Like, what's? Tell me about some of your failed, your failed recipes. Failed recipes. I know that uh, you got to have that process, right? Yeah, I mean, we've had a couple beers that probably underperformed, and we won't bring them back. Is there one where you tried it, it and we're like, "That's fucked"? Uh, if we do a beer like that, like it never gets into the can. So, oh, like, if it's fucked, like, we would never release well, it. Well, okay, fair enough, yeah. We might have one where, like, we, what we do have more is ones where we're like, this is really good. And then people will be like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Or they'll hate it. Or, you yeah. Know, like, no one will, no one, everybody will always like it. But um, what you don't really want is kind of like a lukewarm reaction or just kind of like, eh, I don't know. And that that happens sometimes. But, yeah, uh, just like, we had a we had a, ba- we had a pale ale called uh, Power Wolf and it was like clear kind of like more traditional with English yeast and nice and bitter with some like caramel flavors to it and it's kind of like an old school beer and a lot of people who like our beer were like I don't like this one some people liked it but it took us a while to sell that one um, looking back though I think it's because we do more of the weird stuff with weird ingredients and fruit and stuff like that and you gotta stick to your shtick a little bit you have to well that's you gotta you gotta not not enough people do that a lot of shit these days is really contrived they start something up to get a result that somebody else has already got Mm -hmm. and it's like well I want a piece of that success and it's well that's not how success works and my it's my belief that success is a byproduct of happiness if you're happy with what you're doing, with no strings attached, you're going to be successful because it's a mindset. You're, you're, you're doing what you want to do with what you want to do. That, in my mind, is successful. Maybe some people might think a million dollars is successful, a nice car is successful, you know. Yeah. But truly, what is the definition of success? Probably is in the dictionary. I don't know. I'm not fucking going to search it up. But Well, I mean, it depends where you're at in life and what stage you are in life. Like, your definition of success now is probably different than... Definitely. Ten years ago, right? And that's very true. It's always changing. Always yeah. changing. I would say you guys are successful. We're doing there. We're doing our thing, you know? Living the dream, so... Shows. You yeah. guys were doing shows. 
Yeah, we were doing shows. Yeah. How did that, that come about? Uh, we had this office upstairs, and we didn't really use it because we just ended up spending all our time in the back. And we were like, you know, we got to find a better use for the space. Like it's just here, so we cleared it out, painted it, and um, well, actually, first show we did, I did it was uh, Widow's Peak came to me and was like, we have to our venue pulled. Like, do you have any space that we can use? And I was like. I guess so. They will play yeah. in your closet. <laughs> I was like, it's not really meant for that. Are you sure? And they're like, yeah, no problem. And they played, and it was fun. And, like, people drank a lot of beer, and it was a good time. It was a good show. But, like, uh, it was, like, hot, really hot, like, over 30 degrees. That's Everyone's good, Everyone's just packed though. in this tiny room upstairs. And, like, there was no curtains on the window, so just, like, the hot sun was baking in, and people were just, like, pouring sweat. It was a good time. But that was the first... That was the first one, actually. Widow's Peak. I actually have a podcast. The Third Chamber played too. I know Third Chamber too. I love those guys. And, uh, yeah, that was the first one. We were like, oh, we could maybe do this. And then uh, we sort of painted it and made it look a little nicer and uh, stuff like that. And then Long McQuay's just down the street, so I just go around sound here from them. Oh, man. And, like, it's actually pretty cheap. So. It is. It's very yeah. cheap. Especially then, if you're just uh, going to take it right back after. Bands just started asking us, like, can can we play a show? Let's say, sure. You know, we don't have a lot of space, so it won't be, like, a big show. But they didn't really care. It was more just about... I mean, there's not that many venues for heavy bands in Calgary. Well, the not thing anymore, is... Not anymore, anyway. The thing is, and I'm kind of on the fence about this, I played, I played in a band for 10 years around the city here, and... We never had a problem finding a place to play because we always promoted ourselves and brought a fucking crowd. Yeah. So a lot of these bands don't promote themselves properly. So they can't bring a fucking crowd to get a bar interested in letting them play. Mm. Whereas in some situations, you know, they're just too grotesque or too intense. Yeah. And they just can't find a spot to play. Or they're, they're new... And they don't have enough... It's mostly a draw situation to find a place to play. And we weren't the most popular, but we never had a hard time finding a place to play. Well, that's what I would tell bands. I'm like, I'm not a promoter by trade. I brew beer. So I'm like, if you can bring people... You brew soda pops, too. Brew soda pops, too, no. Yeah, that's a new one for me. But yeah, just like, if you can bring, like, 50 people... Well, yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, man. And, like, I'll... I'll make it worth your while and make it happen. So it was fun. Like we had a bunch of bands play. It was good. So I miss that. It'll but because come back. we're such a tight venue. I don't know if, when it'll come back for us. It'll come back soon enough. You just got to give it time. Everybody's got to follow the fucking rules. I'm relieved that um, like Dickens is a good client of ours. Dickens, I'm really I, relieved that they're doing some shows again. Like that's awesome. So I have the utmost respect for Chris Hewitt. Um, oh yeah. One of the first to close, one of the last to reopen. Nothing but regulations. Followed them all. Did not complain about it once. Always positive. Always forward thinking. Twitch yeah, channel. They were, they DJing really on Twitch. With being like, we're not being forced to close, but we're not doing this. Like, it's not. Dale we're not Wright, gonna do it. So. Yeah, Dale Wright said we care about ourselves and everybody yeah, else. And I think that was the right thing. So we. Yeah. And now look, they got a fucking plexiglass fucking stage and they're playing shows. So crazy, plexiglass stage. Uh, my friend, my friend uh, Clifford, 
Clifford Krauss, call him Freud, he uh, commented on the on the post on Dickens on Instagram and he said Roadhouse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, you get a blind blonde guy up there with a mullet and you definitely got Roadhouse. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, I, I hope it works, so if you're listening, go... Go support, go see a show. Definitely. I actually am hoping to get Chris on the podcast in the future. I'm sure you'd be down, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure too. It's just a matter of uh ask reaching out and asking. So it is weird, like I didn't I didn't really realize the gravity of the situation for live music, but we could be looking at tons of places closing if if we don't figure out some way to support these venues. So. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's the sad truth of it. Everybody needs to go to these bars that are open and buy just buy something. Just buy something. Yeah. Pay the cover. Go in. Buy something. You don't have to hang out. You spent so many times, so much time at these bars. I, I know people who are going to the bar every fucking weekend. Every weekend. Yeah. People who, their lives revolved around going to the bar on Fridays. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's your turn to go and actually support these bars that you took for granted. Yeah, it's the culture, right? So you gotta support the culture. So and keep me, it my, going. yeah, me myself being a little bit lighter of a drinker these days, I still love bar food. Yeah, St- go eat. Still love a fucking big dirty bacon cheeseburger and some onion rings. Who doesn't? Deep fried fucking pickles, Drew. Mm. And five? No, it's not five guys. Fat burger. Oh yeah. Fatburger's Fat really good. That's my, my kid likes a lot. Fat the, the deep fried pickles from Fat Burger drive me insane, man. I, I got it. I well, You know who we just brewed a beer with today? It's today? Boogie's. Boogie's, <gasps> Boogie's Burger. Oh, I love Boogie's. Shout out to Boogie's. That's Crazy awesome, good support for Boogie's. Yeah. I, we, so we're brewing a beer for them. We went so. on one of our first dates there. Nice. Yeah. It's a good first date location. <laughs> I'd never tried it before. Well, we live right, we live right by state. Nice. So, it, yeah. boogies on a Minton Trail. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, it's great. Oh, sorry. I cut you off there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, we brewed a beer for them, and it's, like, designed after one of their milkshakes. It's, uh, uh the milkshake is No More Bad Days. It's, Ooh. like, lime, mango. Wow. Yeah. So, we, we made a beer with the same ingredients. I think it'll be really good. But I'm trying to convince them that... Since we made them a beer, like they need to design a burger. We get to design a burger. Yeah. Well, it makes perfect sense because then you can pair them. So we thought of all these weird burger ideas. I don't know where it'll go, but I th- it could be delicious. Stuffed burger. Mmm. Stuffed with cheese. What the fuck ever, man. Chopped up hot dogs and rice. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm not... No. <laughs> eh, maybe not your best idea, Nadie One person's idea was like uh, deep-fried jalapeno poppers on top of a burger. Well, they got I'm that like, already. Do they already? I'm pretty okay. sure they do that already. Okay. You're, what you need to do is you need to get the, the boogies menu and see what you're working with. What? Because they got, they got fucking... I always get the same one, so I don't know what else. They got deep-fried macaroni wedgies, too. Mm-hmm. So like, they got some shit, man. You gotta look. You gotta see. They have good stuff for sure. Maybe just a deep fried burger. Just get like a good bacon cheeseburger and breaded and deep fried. <laughs> just dunk it right in the fire. All right, That's you're not on the right track. I'm thinking about it. I'm trying to visualize it. I don't I'm, know. I'm pretty sure that I saw it on TV. One of them late night cooking shows, sure and I was stoned done. one night. And it looked like just looked like a giant, 
like deep fried Oreo. You yeah, know? Oh yeah, yeah. Just. We can do deep, deep. No, it was a burger because it got cut in half and it was burger, right? But, you know, I tend to uh, indulge very deeply before bed and watch cooking shows. <laughs> uh, yeah, cooking shows are fun, right? I like the barbecue ones. Yeah. I like the barbecue ones for sure. There's some good barbecue ones on Netflix. During uh, quarantine, I got into... They put a Fuck That's Delicious on YouTube. Oh! For free. Just yeah, watching. I love... Just watching three fat guys eat all the time, and it was like surprisingly fun. So, Action Bronson's getting—he's uh, getting like buffed up, man. He's getting cut right up. Yeah. Yeah, I follow him on Instagram. He's dropped a couple hundred pounds. That's a, good for him, man. Yeah. That's amazing. His fit, his jawline is actually sharp as hell. It like, looks. I can't visualize what that would look. Like. He looks like he's got a chin carved out of granite. No way. Like, yeah, his face is going square now. His cheeks are starting to suck in. I love me some Action Bronson. He's a fantastic chef and a great artist, too. He's a really good painter. I've seen some of his paintings, yeah. I think it was... Yeah, he's looking pretty different. Fat Joe, too. Fat, Fat Joe's not... Fat, Fat Joe is just regular Joe now. <laughs> he is just, just Joe. Joe. Good for him. Right? But his face, he kept, for some reason, he kept all the roundness in his head. He looks like, Fat Joe looks kind of like a bobblehead. Yeah, I'm just looking at Action's Instagram. They're all of him exercising now. Right? And he's lifting big weight. He's fucking... Well, he's probably strong as fuck. To carry around all that weight, yeah. right? And he's always been into sports and stuff. Well, he's athletic. Yeah. I've seen him do a backflip. He saw it, yeah. Really? Yeah, he does a backflip off of a... Boat in one episode. Okay, okay. I was, I was, I'm 300 pounds and I can do backflips. For some reason, I was thinking a standing backflip. <laughs> no. That would be pretty impressive. So, on the food topic, mm-hmm. 4D catering. Yeah, man. The catering truck. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? Because that's pretty cool. Uh, so, Ryan is a teacher's aide, so he has a day job. But he owns a food truck that he used to have a business out of. And he would like to kind of still use it and pursue his passion of cooking food. So he approached us and just said, you know, can I come here Saturdays or special occasions? And we said, yeah, let's try it out. So we did all, every Saturday this past month in September. And food was amazing, really good feedback. And the next thing we do is we're going to do a black metal brunch for Halloween. So I saw that. That'd be fun. Because Halloween's on a Saturday, isn't it? Yeah, so it's just like something low-key you can do during the day. Come out, get brunch. Maybe right? a beer or soda or whatever. Get brunched. Get brunched. <laughs> Play some black metal. Brunch is probably the most black metal meal out there. I, yeah, I would have to completely and utterly agree. Every yeah. time I have brunch, it's always black metal. Sometimes it's a little bit cold black metal. Sometimes it's like very fast Swedish black metal, depending on the meal choices. There's a black metal for everything, really. There so really is. There's I one actually, for brunch, I'm sure. I haven't made the playlist yet, but it'll be good. I'm sure I will find one here very soon. <laughs> very soon. Yeah, so we're going to do that, and then uh, you know maybe do something for Christmas or whatever, just once in a while. We can't do shows, so maybe we'll do like a special food thing. He's he's a really good cook. Like he's the food's pretty amazing. So for Thanksgiving, he made these 
pumpkin, or not Thanksgiving, but a couple weeks ago, he made pumpkin pies that were still think about them. They're so good. Really? Yeah, like little? Were they like little personal pies? They're actually pretty big sizes. They're personal pies, but it was like more than a full slice. So yeah, make a note, babe. We gotta get some pumpkin pie this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do it before it's all sold out. Is that why I brought a notebook? Maybe we could do a pumpkin soda. A pumpkin soda? Pumpkin spice. Whip pump, pumpkin no, spice no. Soda? Pumpkin and whip pumpkin pie with whipped cream. In a soda? In a soda. I'm gonna put the whipped cream. A pumpkin pie soda would be pretty dang cool. If yeah. You get like the crust flavor. Could a be bit pretty gross. There. It could. It could Cause gross, food. But it could be amazing. Food soda. You uh, drink pumpkin spice coffees, right? Exactly. But but coffee yeah, is more thing. of a savory. It's more of a savory item. Well, I mean, the, the pumpkin spice coffees do kind of taste like pumpkin pie. So I well, mean, pumpkin has no actual taste, right? Like, what you're tasting is the spices, the good stuff. What you're tasting is probably rendered engine oil. It's a little bit of, like, MSG and copyright Monsanto chemical whatever. Oh, is that what Let's be honest here. Coffee? You gotta pay for the good <laughs> stuff to get the good stuff. Yeah. That brand name Monsanto doesn't come cheap, okay? <laughs> I'll try it. I'll try a pumpkin spice for, for next year. There you go. Just, yeah, might as well, right? Because, okay, you have a pumpkin. Don't you have a pumpkin spice porter? Already? Yeah, we have a pumpkin beer, yeah. See? There you go. I saw it. I think I saw What What about the blue raspberry one? Yeah, that was fun. Uh, that was made, some wild-looking stuff. Yeah. Um, blue raspberry sour lemonade. That's what it was, I didn't know it would go that fast, but like we posted it on Instagram, and then later I checked it. I was like, "Whoa, that's more likes than I get on a Thursday." And then the next day, we actually had a lineup for it, which I wanted to get for us that often, but it was pretty cool. And then it just it was gone in 24 hours, just because of the color, man. I didn't even have a full can of it. Like, it really, <laughs> you didn't even get to. I tried it like a sip, but I never had a full can. It just uh, went that quick. Just went that quick. So ah, we'll make it again. We'll bring it back. Kind of tasted like a melted Slurpee. Really, hey? Yeah. That's wild. For a beer? Lord, you're a wild man. <laughs> you're well, insane. it was fun. I think people want to have fun with their their alcohol. So. Well, especially these days with beer. Like, the craft beer has exploded in the last 10 years. Big time. Like, crazy. I remember I was working at co-op. And they had, like, the closest thing they had to craft beer was a two-liter. Yeah. Two-liter of pop with, like, a yeast pill in the cap. And, like, you drop the pill in the bottle and you put the cap on it. The cap's got this vented lid and you put it in your closet for two weeks. (laughs) That's craft beer and olds. Oh, right, yeah. (laughs) It was the weirdest shit ever. Well, now we have beer and olds. How crazy is that? There's beers. Lots of beer comes out of olds now. With the college, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that back when I was a kid, that was definitely not there. They were not brewing fucking beer at Olds College. They might have yeah. had some courses, but they were not doing it themselves. Much less like programs not that old, so exactly. Yeah. And I, I grew up there. I spent, I spent, I moved from there when I was fucking moved out to Calgary when I was twenty years old. Mm-hmm. No, twenty-two years old. Yeah. And I lived there, I lived in Olds my whole life. Crazy. Moved around a couple of times, but lived in Olds my whole life. 
Well, now they have a cannabis program, too. Really, eh? For growing? Yep. Maybe they'll fucking actually be able to pump out some good dope because legal dope is not very good these days. I've some, some good stuff. I was actually talking to my friend about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress on that statement. I was talking to my buddy today, and he said he got some... He got an ounce for under 150 bucks called mm-hmm. Reup, and he said it was actually pretty good. And I feel I can trust this guy because he's got a great mustache. You talk to guys when you talk to guys with great mustaches about smoking dope. I don't have my mustache anymore, so. But I'm sure if you did, you would be very trustworthy. It was a good one. Yeah, it did a lot for me. <laughs> I know a thing. I have a good mustache. I know a thing or two about having a mustache. Yeah, I kind of, you know... My upper lip is, like, ten feet long, though. That's why. Then you gotta have one. If I shave, man, if I shave, it's not It's not a pretty sight. It's pretty ridiculous. Cut ten years off my life. Like, it's off great. your appearance? Yeah, I look, like, I look <laughs> yeah. like a child. Yeah, yeah. look like a child. Yeah, I know. It is weird. It does age you. Look doofy. I look really doofy with no mustache. Maybe I just look doofy with a mustache. Maybe you'll grow into it. I don't know. No, I found with the legal weed, it just depends on the grower. So don't go... I used to buy by the strain, but that's for sake. You got to buy by the farm or the... or whatever. Distributor. Distributor. And I made that mistake the first and last time I ever bought legal weed. (laughs) (laughs) I bought a gram of Jack Herrera, thinking it was good old Jack Herrera. No. But it was... dry. It was in this fucking huge plastic... I bought a gram. Mm. And it was in a big plastic fucking canister. I could have stuffed a quarter in there. And it was in there with a Bovita pack, and it was just one measly little bud. It didn't even smell like fucking weed. It's, and it was moist, and it smelled like fucking mint and sage. I was like, I used to sell this to kids for fucking 20 bucks a gram, too. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, that's kind of what my brother said. He's like, it's not that bad. It's just like you're back in high school again. You're paying it's getting a better. lot for not-so-great weed. Hopefully the old college cannabis program can pump out some real fucking, like, award-winning growers. I don't know. We'll see. I hope so. I hope so, man, because I got a weed shop right at the end of my street. You know, it would be nice to pop in there for cool see, shit. i like, if the craft movement kind of goes over to cannabis where you have, like, In the States, it's insane. Producers. Yeah? In the States, it's insane. I don't know if Canada will loosen it up enough that they can do it, so... They might have to. They're trying to treat it the same way as they treat alcohol. And once they find out it's not as harmful as alcohol, there'd be no reason not to capitalize on that sort of situation. That's true. Right? Like, there's no there's no physically harmful side effects from cannabis, from overuse of cannabis. No. There's hundreds of not thousands... Permanent, anyway. There's hundreds of thousands of videos on the internet of guys taking, like, hundreds and hundreds of grams of concentrates... And dumping them on, on brick, cold brick ovens and sitting there in the room with all their fucking friends and partying. That makes me you know just thinking about it. But nobody dies. Nobody even no, gets no sick, one dies. right? No one dies. No one dies. You do that with booze? Like, you watch a guy fucking... You watch a guy shotgun a 40 of vodka, you're fearing for that individual's life. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to think, like, wow, that guy's fucked. Have you ever tried growing it? Growing weed? My, actually, mama trash. My mom and my stepdad grow some of the most phenomenal fucking weed out there. Yeah. But me, myself, I just don't have time. And I, my place is small and I have my daughter. Mm. And I just, 
it's just something that doesn't need to be around. I got lots of buddies. Who need a house for it? I think like exactly. Thing, you need a good separated area that yeah. can be totally separated. I would agree with that. Yeah. And honestly, with the kid, with having my kid around, I would just wouldn't do it. Not to mention the cat that eats every plant. Yeah, cat too. I don't know, I've never, I've never done it, but I am curious. My dad grew lots of weed when I was younger too. Um, these days, you can get a tent off Amazon mm-hmm. and a light, and start growing weed for like two hundred bucks. Yeah, it's it's not that hard to start. So. And, and you, then you just gotta follow the instructions and be patient because a lot of people are like, oh, I got the little nug, and then they chop their fucking plant down, and they're like, look at this weed I grew. It's like that's not weed yet, man. <laughs> You needed to wait another couple weeks for that to actually turn into weed. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a patience game for sure. Not just that, it's a it's an instructions and it's a focus game too. It's like you got to check that every day. You got to make sure you're watering properly and you're cycling your food and your nutrients properly and your lights are at the right fucking spectrum and height and all that fucking fantastic shit. Yeah, I fucking hate gardening, so I don't know if I ever will do it. I, I, that's it too, though. Is my I got buddies that. They're not really into gardening either, but they grow some fucking weed. It's more exciting than tomatoes or carrots. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I get pretty excited about tomatoes now. I get I get stoked about some mini cucumbers, man. Yeah, that's good shit. Holy fuck. I love me some mini cucumbers. <laughs> that's, that's nice. Or, uh, my wife grows Swiss chard. That's, that's super it, delicious, yeah. It's like, that's, that's the shit that looks like skinny small rhubarb, right? Kind of, but it's got like a leafy green leaf. A big leaf, yeah. yeah big what does leaf. it taste like? Uh, It's like way better than kale. Oh, nice. Sure, way better okay. than kale. Um, we do spinach. It's kind of like spinach. We do spinach. Like a little the... more meaty in a way. So oh, okay. It's, it's a good one, yeah. We do spinach by like the fucking handful. I love me some spinach. spinach. Great, yeah. Love me some spinach. That's our lettuce replacement. Yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck lettuce. It goes bad too fast. Yeah, well, it depends on where you get it from. Uh, there's like there's online farmers markets and shit. There's one I used to work for one called Cultivator.ca, and their vegetables last a long fucking time, man, a lot longer than the stores. But their stuff is restaurant quality, coming from the same providers that provide to gourmet restaurants. Oh, nice! But you can get it in bulk. My daughter loves the fucking grape tomatoes, and they're firm like grapes and they mm. fucking stay firm for like two weeks we're talking about produce on your podcast <laughs> yeah man <laughs> we're fucking old talking about it all man talking about it all <laughs> what kind of produce and fruits have you used in your beers um so we get our fruits from Oregon Fruit Farm cause they like package it aseptically and stuff and so strawberries uh pineapple mango lime uh, passion fruit. Got like Ooh. a passion fruit thing coming out, which is kind of nice. Fancy. Uh, I haven't done grapefruit yet, but I'd like to do grapefruit. Grapefruit's one of those ones that's always going to be good because it's nice. And, it's not yeah. super sweet. It's nice and dry. Actually, grapefruit soda would be good too. Should have put pineapple in there, Matt. You should have put grapefruit in this. I'll do another one. Yeah, buddy. That would have <laughs> been that would have been some good spice. Yeah, grapefruit would give it all this little kick. Yeah, a little more tang to it. Yeah, pumpkin grapefruit. 
<laughs> oh, okay. That's pretty bad. I'm you're, done. Okay, I'm done with the ideas. Bad. You're on roll for bad ideas today. Well, you, you know, you just gotta throw it out there and see. You gotta get rid of all the bad ones so the good ones can come, right? Exactly. Right? You just gotta put it out there. No more cream pops. Nay. No more. I think a cream pop would actually be good. Cream the cream would be orange cream would be good. I actually good. really like that idea. But not the not the pumpkin pie whipped cream one. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. Maybe. I think people would buy a pumpkin spice thing. Like, there's even pumpkin spice KD. Just just because they would do it. Just I wouldn't because. make a lot of it. I just make like a little bit, and then they would do it just because the pumpkin freaks would come. Yeah, in. just because it's it's part of the season. It's a the whole same subculture. Right? The same as fucking carving a pumpkin. It's just a part of it. Wearing orange on Halloween, it's just, it's turned into a part of it now. Oh, yeah. But now it starts in September, so. Right? They had to extend the season. Yeah. <laughs> just like they just like they moved Black Friday. <laughs> but yeah, now people celebrate Halloween all October. Which I'm okay with. So. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I got no problem with that. The, all the best fucking decorations come out. You can go into your. You can mm-hmm. go into a store and get some really killer looking fucking skulls that you'll never find any other time of the year, right? Yeah, my kids always want to buy the really obnoxious, like blow up things, but <laughs> that's not. I'm like, no way. Those are the worst decorations oh, ever, yeah. man. I hate those. They you have to spend money on them after you buy them because you got to plug them yeah, the fuck in and in. To, and power them. Yeah. And it's not just an LED light string like Christmas. That's a motherfucking pumpkin with a whirring yeah, fucking air fan blowing into it. Yeah, this is yeah. noisy. You know, yeah, I'm going to pump up this air mattress for fucking eight hours a night just to uh, please the neighbors. Cause, yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's normal people I shit, man. Yeah. Fucking normal people shit. Normal people are the worst, man. But those are the ones my kids want, you know? They're like... And the kids, you gotta, and it's not, you know what, you put up with a lot of shit for the kids. I put up with a lot of shit for my kids, and I, I go past it. It's like, you know what, I don't care about this, because I love my kid being happy. This can be stupid yeah, and shitty. Sometimes it's just like, no, you can't have that, because... Assume- I don't like Christmas very much. Like, it's just not my thing, but having kids has made me appreciate it more, because they enjoy it so much. Same here. And yeah. I don't want to ruin their simple fun right so exactly I try to I pretend that I like Christmas that simple fun me. man that it's that little slice of innocence that you know you you lose and then you don't notice you lose it and then you see them have it and it's like yeah they need to have that they need that yeah. they need to have that and I was I had, came from a dysfunctional family but me my brother and my sister my brother has two kids my sister has two kids and I have a kid and we all we're getting together more and more now, and it's the greatest shit ever. Yeah, because, cousins, cousins love each other. Well, they, they don't have to deal with any of the shit we do with as kids. They just yeah. have this great life where they don't have to worry about it. And yeah, positive. My kids got a, a stepmom and a stepdad, so she thinks it's great because she's got two families. Yeah. So, to think that. Where a lot of people would be like, oh man, that's so that's so bad, your kid's getting taken away from you, you know, stepdad this, and I bet your ex is terrible, and it's like, my kid's fucking fantastic, my ex is a great mom, you know, regardless of how I feel about her as an individual, she's a fucking great mom, yeah. the kids are happy, gotta do shit for the kids, I appreciate Christmas more too, because my family has got come together a little bit more since all the kids were born. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but Halloween's always been the one. 
It's the most fun. Especially sure. being in a metal band for 10 years. It was always, all right, this is my excuse to dress up like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm going to be doing again this Halloween. <laughs> Going drag. I, I, I got this, like, killer fucking cackle laugh that I've been working on the last couple months, so I'm... Gonna go as the Wicked Witch of the West. Rolling out a special laugh for the. I just I at work. I'm a, I'm a crazy bastard at work to try and keep my mind off the fact that it's pretty much paid slavery. <laughs> yeah. It's and it's dangerous. Like, cut my fucking hand off. You know, get a fucking grinder blade to the eye. What kind of construction do you? Do? I'm I'm a com- commercial clatter. Commercial, okay. So I'm on uh, right high now. up. Yeah, I'm on a five story. I'm on a five story downtown. Oh, thank you. <laughs> it's it's closed in, but be, because it's closed in, that's another hazard. We got like four feet of space, and there's 150 guys trying to walk past each other through these rooms in these hallways. And you're like social distancing. <laughs> well, no, <laughs> definitely not, because once again, we get. They get, COVID they get tested. Everybody gets tested. We get our checklists too at the beginning of the day. Um, if you don't pass the checklist, you get sent home and you have to get a COVID test. Yeah. Uh, there's not only that, there's a fit for work agreement that if you show up not fit for work and say that you're fit for work, you can be fired for that. Oh, yeah. Because it's, it's lying and putting everybody else at risk. Before, it used to be a lot different. It was a lot more like uh, Wild West, you know. Everything's down on paper, but the paperwork stays in the shack. Go get the fucking job done. Yeah. Nowadays, people are a lot more safe and a lot more particular about it. All it takes is one slip to lose your fucking leg or your yeah. whole life. I did framing for like a year when I was a lot younger. And, uh, man, that was tough. That's hard work. Framing is one of the worst. I did framing for a little bit, too, when I was younger, and I hated it. I was a roofer. I was a roofer, a framer, and now I'm a cider. My dad did it for as long as I can remember. Yeah. I grew up on a construction site with my dad, so it's one of those things. There's parts of it I like. Like, I like being outside. Maybe not in the winter, but spring, summer is pretty awesome. Well, once you realize that you can't take off any more clothes and you have to just be hot, but in the winter you can always throw on an extra sweater. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, it's definitely a game changer, though, because you don't get as many hours in the day. It's different. You work from dark to dark. Winter, yeah. Which is less hours than usual, but it feels like more hours. It feels like yeah. you're spending more time at work because you show up at the in the dark and you go home in the dark. So it feels like your whole life is being spent at work. Absolutely, yeah. I can, yeah, that's a good way to put it. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. yeah. I love it, though. I love my construction job. It's enough to pay the bills, and I know how to do it. That's awesome. So I can go, and I can be an enthusiastic person to, to help fucking boost people's spirits because construction can be really dangerous and depressing for a lot of people. So a guy like me kind of throws it into overdrive with like, uh, yeah, you know, maybe I will go to work tomorrow. Maybe Nate will be there. At least that's how I like to see it. <laughs> I like to wander around. Every off. workplace needs one. Right? Right? I'm a morale guy. I like to walk around on Fridays and remind everybody it's Friday. You're that guy. How's how you doing, buddy? Yeah, well, it's fucking Friday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am definitely that guy. How are you doing, man? It is fucking Friday. <laughs> oh, so you're the guy who walks into my shop every Friday and makes me want to slap him because I work weekends. Well, <laughs> I no, I make you I make you want to slap me because I'm your Cause boyfriend. Because we live together. That's why. Because just because I'm Nate rules, 
Hashtag. <laughs> I'm gonna say the hashtag. <laughs> Fuck! Okay, <laughs> let's start this podcast over again. <laughs> so over the years um, of making beer, mm-hmm. have you ever seen anybody come out with shit and be like, man, I wish I would have thought of that. I wish I would have thought of that beer. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, I follow some breweries in the States. They come out with a lot of cool shit first. Shout them out, and I'll tag them when I post this. <laughs> sure. Uh, like, Evil Twin is one in New York, and they are putting out, like, these crazy-looking seltzers. You know, like the white claws yeah. the hard seltzer. Yeah. They're putting out, like, Mountain Dew-flavored seltzers and all this. I mean, I guess that would just be popular. What? But, like... So well, crazy. no seltzer in a bottle. They did like a marshmallow water, like a seltzer that's like marshmallow flavored, and it doesn't necessarily sound like it's my thing, but I have to try. It. Like I really want to try it. Well, so, they're putting it out, right? They're yeah, they're so. they're trying. There's obviously a reason why when there's a company that's established and they're, you know, they're real people that have put their lives into doing it. And they release something that's ridiculous. It's like, there's got to be a reason they released it. Because I'm pretty sure that they're functioning business owners. And they're not just going to stake a claim on bullshit in a can, right? Well, Seltzer Growth has been huge in the last... Yeah, man! 300%. So, the cool thing about being in Canada is I can kind of look at people in the States. And you can see these trends happening. And eventually, I know they're going to come to Canada. Some sooner than later. Some sooner than later, some later than you think. So, like now everybody's into hazy beers. That was in the States first, and it slowly came over to Canada and, like, in Calgary. Most new breweries, they just put out the hazy beers. Like, clear beers don't, just aren't as popular with the craft beer scene. But Shock tops, man. That's the trend you could have seen years ago. Right. I I think next year maybe... Well, people are already doing seltzers here, but nobody's done, like, a weird seltzer, so maybe we'll be the first. Candy seltzer. you got to do one that's based on a candy, like bottle caps. Bottle caps would be good, or Sour Patch Kids. Skittles. Yeah, Skittles. do candies. Do candy seltzers. Yeah, cherry blasters. Yeah, that would be good. Banana marshmallow candies. Yeah, sounds so revolting. <laughs> people would buy it for sure. Just because, and that's just it. You have you have a, a a subculture of craft of craft liquor consumers now, that that's their thing. Yeah. To try and to buy and try new and interesting fucking craft distilled or brewed boozes. Yeah, it's a lot of people's new hobby. That's what I do with weed and concentrates. Like I do that exact same thing. Whenever I see a new concentrate or a new edible or something, I gotta, gotta try, try it, it man. Yeah. I gotta. I have to. And I think one of the most interesting things that I got was was the chocolate bar, that you're so jelly fucking peanut butter chip, strawberry pop rock chocolate bar, man. See, that sounds good, even if it wouldn't get you high. Right? Then that's that's another thing too. Is like you got to make stuff that's gonna taste good, whether it's gonna get you drunk or not. Maybe that's the thing too. Have right? you heard of uh, Trust Convenience? Or? Yep, okay. I sure have. I just heard of it. I haven't been there yet, but I was looking on their either. Instagram, and they have that's how I heard about it too. Snacks, and so they're like next to a dispensary, I think. That's their business plan, because they're like they open up, uh, you know, junk food stores next to dispensaries. They also sell po- smart. They sell king palms and blood wraps and shit too, right? Yeah, I saw that too. 
But they just sell like a birthday cake Kit Kat or like Crystal Pepsi or like they had Chupa oh. Chups pop. The Chupa yeah. Chups suckers put yeah. in a fucking pop. Oh, I should just go there and rip off ideas from there. <laughs> you should just sell your pops there too. Well, we got a meeting with them. We're gonna try and sell their pop. There. Hell yeah! yeah. That's how I, I heard about them. So but my anyway, buddy, yeah, thinking about snacks. It's pretty exciting shit. Snacks is an, a very exciting shit, especially Absolutely. when you consume as much cannabis as I do. Snacks. Mm. Hats off to snacks, man. Snacks are great. I'm also really into hot sauce right now. What kind of hot sauce? I love oh me some God. good hot sauce. So I just found out about Acid Rain. It's made by the Hatari Bros in Calgary. Here in the city, yeah, eh? Yeah, yeah. Really? Uh, I got it for my birthday, and it's so delicious. I've been putting it on everything. Maybe I'm going to have to hunt them down for a podcast. Yeah. You never know. If you go to Crossroads Farmer's Market, like the yep. one over oh, there, yeah. they have, there's a hot sauce kiosk. And they have, like, every hot sauce I've ever seen. Fantastic. So I just asked her for recommendations, and she gave me, like, the acid rain and then a bunch of other ones. Killer. My buddy Nick is a huge hot sauce guy. He's got probably, like, 56 different flavors of hot sauce. Every so time, fun, yeah. Every time he sees a combo pack, he buys it. So fun. Um, heartbeat hot sauce is one I hear about a lot about. Uh, my buddies in... Uh, yeah. Do you know the guys from Woodhawk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I first heard about it from uh, Russ from Stab Twist Pole. Oh sweet! He had it. He had a fucking holster and everything. <laughs> his, his heartbeat hot sauce holster, and yeah. it was like he's like, yeah, man, this shit's killer. And Russ, Russ is a, he's a, he's a fiery little pistol. That guy. Yeah. Woodhawk has their own hot sauce called Heartbeat. I I saw that. Yeah, I saw good. that. I gotta I gotta hit them up after seeing that little video of Love Kevin of Kevin just fucking. Pew, out of there. I yeah, laugh. You're suffering. I We're laughed. doing it again. We're going to do it again this month. I'm, I, oh man, I should come and do a commentary for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. <clears throat> he, would you, would you do the challenge? Would you eat Hell it? yeah, man. Hell yeah, I would. <laughs> hell yeah, I would. It wasn't too bad. It was more like the next day my stomach hurt like crazy. I, so. I'm a construction worker. So like for me, I've dealt with it before. I would definitely be down with that. Yeah. I'm. Let me know when, man. Will, let man. me know when. Because yeah. uh, I love Kevin. Kevin's great. Kevin was playing with Stab Post Pole, and we were doing some good partying together. And to see him get hurt like that from food items, definitely. Funny, right? Definitely brightened up my day. My cousin, and no offense. I love you, Kevin. No offense, buddy. I don't like to see you get hurt, but it was food, man. Like, come on. It's good for you. <laughs> um, my cousin, Andy, first drummer from my band, my first drummer period he always told me he's like man food is supposed to be enjoyable it's not supposed to hurt i disagree right a wasabi peas yeah i had wasabi peas i love those (sighs) wasabi peanuts that'd be good they you can get them at 7-eleven i'll go look and they're one of those korean brands one of the obscure korean brands and they had like little square packages, and man, the wasabi peanuts were great. Those will put you in a good mood. That sounds like really tasty. Eat a couple of handfuls of those, get those endorphins running. Definitely. I'm go find that for sure. Definitely, those are good mood enhancers. Both insane. You'll know. be okay. You'll be okay. Dang. What's your favorite food to go with beer? 
probably like a burger or something like that. Yeah. Like pizza, pizza and beer. You can't really beat that. I'm not. I've never really liked pizza and beer together. Burger and beer for sure. Every day of the week. Burger and beer <laughs> for sure. Um, and onion rings, but not pizza. Pizza. Not pizza? pizza is it's that sauce is a, is almost like a beverage in its own. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You know. I agree. But what else? I don't know. I'd probably burger be like burger and beer is probably like the combo that can't be beat. That's the traditional one, right? Or like maybe like a lager and tacos. That's all. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Wings. I mean, wings and beer. Wings are good. I like. Haven't done that in a while. Like since COVID happened, haven't done the wing thing. But raspberry ale from Wild Rose. It's a good beer. It was okay with some good wings, some dill For pickle sure. wings. Yeah. That was a good pair. Dill pickle wings, yeah. Dill pickle wings flavor. are my shit, man. Dill pickle anything, buddy. We had a, a dill pickle beer. <laughs> we did, yeah. <laughs> right up my alley. Okay, we could do that as a soda. That would be good. Ah, uh, the candy stores got dill pickle sodas. Do they really? Yeah, they got bacon sodas, too. Oh, okay, I gotta try it. Like gummy, gummy down, uh, gummy in Kensington has... All sorts of different flavors of soda, and like bacon and and yeah, is bacon's good? one of them. Dill pickles, one of them. I haven't tried them. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I love like, pop too much to try one that I might I like have pickles, to waste. But I didn't realize until we did the beer like how into pickles people are. And like people would buy the beer and they're like, I drink pickle juice straight out of the jar. Like that's I do that all the time. I'm like, that's really weird. That's Picklebacks, strange. man. Yeah, that's I didn't even know about that before. I used to do thing. tequila picklebacks when I was a kid, but that's because I was a fucking crazy kid and I was usually broke. So you take the pickle juice out of the fridge because you got nothing else to chase it with, and you're too weak to just drink it straight. Stretch out <laughs> that tequila, yeah. And pickle juice, <laughs> it's there. Oh man, it's the garlic ones. <laughs> that's a little gnarly for me. I don't think that's my thing. But. No, not anymore, man. No. <laughs> um, the that 4D food truck. What were some of the pairs that you had with that? Uh, so we did like a Southwest check-in pizza. I wasn't really meant to go with anything in particular, but it was good. Um, what else did you do? This beef stew that was made with like our our stout. Like you put our stout in it. Um, what else did he do? He did some tacos. Like uh, they were like. A beef taco. No oh, hell yeah. It was super good. Pretty sure I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. So. Um, what's your favorite out of all the beers that you have? What's your favorite to put with food? Mm, I like our double IPA Annihilation of the Wicked because it's strong. So I was just looking at that. If you up have there. Um, like a burger or a steak or something, it is quite the, strong. The strength 8. of the 2. beer can kind of like cut through something heavy. So if you're pairing beer with food, sometimes like. Something really strong can just like uh, cleanse your palate in between bites. Very like, cool. Ready for that that next bite of burger? Nice. That, that does make perfect. That and makes then, sense. Uh, we have a lager too, and that lager's great because it just goes with anything. It's like champagne. Like, I'm a lucky lager kind of guy. It's just gonna go with whatever you have. Yeah, I, I used to drink lucky lager by the fucking 15 case when I was younger. Our band was known for many a lucky lager. There's a lot of bands who are all about lucky lager. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Maybe Pabst, but probably Lucky. Maybe Pilsner. Pabst. Like, that that popped up in the last couple years, too. <laughs> fucking hipsters, man. Fucking like hipsters. My buddy, my buddy drank fucking Pilsner religiously. 
yeah. old-fashioned pilsner, religiously. And he's drinking fucking Pabst Blue Ribbon. I'm like, are you... Like, what the fuck, man? You fucking changed. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like when you find out that your buddy's been, like, a closet Nazi the whole time. It's like, oh. Living all these years and you had so much hate in your heart and I never knew it. And you were a hipster the whole time. <laughs> just a fucking hipster in disguise. Just hipster puberty. Mmm, yeah. Paps tastes good. <laughs> My brother likes Paps. I'll, I'll drink Paps too. I'm just being a jackass. You are. I've definitely seen you drink Paps before. It's, I, it's pretty similar to old-fashioned pills. Beer, in my mind, um, when somebody offers you a beer and they say, hey, man, have some beers, you don't tend to, you don't tend to complain. Free beer is the best-tasting beer. Oh, definitely. Always. Everyone likes everything. <laughs> but actually, the Hellion Lager that we have, we brewed it for... Like the people who like Pabst and stuff like that, because it's meant to like taste like just plain ordinary beer that you grew up drinking, or the first beer that you ever had. Yeah, hell yeah, so you guys got some. That's great why we made it, just because a lot of our beers are like, if you never had craft beer before, it might be a little too much for you. So the the lager is a good like. Here's the uh, place gateway, to start. Gateway to new level. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like if you bring your dad here who hates craft beer. You'll probably like the hell. I would so. never bring my dad here because right at this moment, I don't know where my dad is. <laughs> It'd be hard to bring him here, though. But that is a story for another podcast. <laughs> All together, another podcast. <laughs> um, who does you guys' art? Uh, some Calgary guys, uh, Chris Pecora and Cam Hoff. They have a studio called Slugger Studio. And so they're both graphic designers, and this was like their. I think it started out as their side project, and maybe it's their main hustle now. But they are very talented guys, and they got some great designs, uh, man. That Lactose Kings design is deadly. It's cool, hey. Yeah, man. They did this drippy logo for us that I really like. Right, actually, that I posted yeah. that before I came. Yeah, here. I saw that. It's cool. So. Very, very rad, man. So sometimes. I'll just have, like, a name for a beer, and then they'll come up with it, or maybe I'll have, like, an idea of what I want, but they always sort of bring it to life and do it, that's, do it really, really well, so. That's the mark of a really good a artist. Good, good relationship, so. Because I, yeah. I can't even count how many times I've gone to an artist with an idea, and then them give me something just totally half-assed and uninspired. And it's like, I came to you as an artist. Like, you're, you're supposed to be an artist. You're supposed to take my idea and make art with it, not just take my idea and fucking say, here's yeah. your idea. Like, what the fuck? That's obviously a great artist. Like, they that's like awesome. us because I'm always like, the weirder you make it, the better. They're like, just go. Yeah, go the colors are great, out, you know? too. I love purple, man. Yeah, that was... Uh... I don't know why we chose purple. I think just because it's loud. So Purple is great. It's loud. Out. It's loud, but it's one of those colors that, like, like deep purple. It's still metal. Yeah, exactly. Still metal. You can you can throw purple around. And it's not blood red. No. It's maybe more glam or something like that, but it's, uh, it gets people's know. attention. Like, we have our purple delivery van, and that turns some heads. So. Yeah, it's a great... I love purple. I like purple, too. It's a great color, if you can see it. Oh yeah, Alex is colorblind, so she has fun with colors. Purple, she doesn't even know. Is that how offensive, right? Luckily, she's luckily she's tougher than I am, so she calls me snowflake. Whatever, dude. (laughs) Yeah, so they do our art, and yeah, have fun with it. Hell yeah, man. 
So uh, in closing here, mm-hmm. wrap this up. Uh, what's no, what's coming in the future? I saw you have a, a quite a how do I say mysterious post about some of your upcoming projects. Like you have a, a couple oh, yeah, of yeah. a couple of solidly lined up collaboration projects. Boogie's Burgers, so one Boogie's of them. Boogie's Burgers that'll come out in November. Pretty hey, my birthday's in November. Still working on some details for like if we'll have an event or if we'll just release the beer. COVID, you never know. Everything's up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, Black Metal Brunch at the end of the month, Halloween. Come on out for that. And then every Friday this month, we've got like a new can release we're gonna do. That yeah, so, there yeah. you go. That's I can a- give a, I'll give a hint to your listeners. Like that's okay. Well, actually, I'll just tell them. Uh, I've got a passion fruit uh, version of Hazelord coming out. It's with a different yeast. It's passion fruit. It's super good. And then we have another Saison's in the Abyss, number two. We just released number one. We're going to release number two. Which is a Slayer reference. Yeah. And then uh, for Halloween, we have... Actually, yeah, Seasons in the Abyss is 30 years old. I just found that out today when I was... Today? the radio. Yeah. Right on! Or today or maybe this week. This year. Whatever. It's this year, though. That's fucking cool, man. And then at the end of the month, we have a beer called Total Darkness coming out. It's uh, our biggest booziest stout ever super rich it's awesome how many percentages is it i think it's 12 wow i'm drunk just talking about it (laughs) you only need to have one you don't want to have more than one one. shot yeah you could do shots of it i i'm drunk just talking about it yeah um i'm really excited for that one so wild that's cool that's what we have this month and then for the rest of the year i don't know christmas shit maybe and with with covid all you can so, do is just take your day by day and uh, yeah. keep a good attitude. We sponsor trivia down at Dickens, so go check that out. And, uh, Me, I will be taking I'll be taking Alex here on a date to Dickens. That's very a good soon. one. Yeah, very and, soon. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else we have going on. So actually, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Going that is on. a lot, man. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. You got a lot going on, like, but. Between now and Christmas is not a lot of time. No, so... And you guys seem to have, like, a new can release every Friday. I can't even get a podcast out every Friday. I could if I... I bet I could if I tried, but, you know, why stress myself out? It's quality over quantity, I think. If I was... But if I was also... If I was running a business like this, I'm sure I would be a lot more enthusiastic towards pumping them out. You're not getting paid to do your podcast? Oh, no. no this no. is... I did a joke. I yeah. got... Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I got fired from my other podcast job, so I'm freelancing. What was your other podcast job? Man, you know, I was... Didn't have another podcast <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a joke. I missed <laughs> No, this is fun. Thanks for having me on. Fantastic. Drew, it's been great fucking talking to you, man. And I'll make sure to throw on some, like, filthy, dirty death metal for this cast. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I got some I got some really good. I got uh, I got uh, the new Without Mercy singles. Nice. Nice. I got uh, I got Fuck the Facts new album for review too. Ooh, I, d- I really want to hear that. I'll so be doing I a review of them in a while. So. I'll be doing a review of that and I'll be releasing their singles when they give me the permission to do it. That's so cool, man. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Getting an, I'll be doing an interview with a bunch of these bands interviews with a bunch of these bands as well here in the future. And uh, it's it's going to be very exciting. Any confirmed yet? 
Uh, I haven't asked to do any yet because I've gotten so oh, okay. I've been inundated. Yesterday I got nine new press releases just yesterday. See, you're a legit podcast. From new bands Real and shit. Thing. So, so that's I, awesome. But that's why I'm doing this. I got to get that content with those people, man. Yeah. You know? And, uh, yeah, it's been great talking to you. And Likewise. We'll do another one. We'll do another one soon enough. Um, and uh, maybe we can get the rest of your crew in on this or something. Yeah, for sure. And you uh, will let me know about that hot sauce challenge. Oh, I will. Oh, yeah. hell yeah, buddy. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been another episode of Trash Talk from... Uh, Nate Trash and Mr. Drew Ross here at New Level Brewery. Cheers, guys. Have a good night. Peace. Uh, Nate Trash and Mr. Drew Ross here at New Level Brewery. Cheers, guys. Have a good night.
stomach will swell, your intestines will writhe and boil, your eyes will burst, and some horrible stuff, possibly your brain, will start coming out through your nose. Everybody die. What? Where?